0: Log Talk Radio Hello, hello, good evening, and welcome to Iron Sharpens Iron. Um, I am the host, uh, Mary Scott, evangelist Mary Scott. Um, And I'm just um, awed at being here with you again, blessed by the best. And I'm thanking God for another opportunity to be here with you because we cannot take it for granted in this day and age. Amen. Um, Today I'm going to share some recap. I'm going to share a recap. And sometimes God recaps things. Uh, for us, because sometimes we just need to be reminded and recapped on some things in our lives, on some areas of things that we're going through. So if you'll bear with me, I'm going to just do a recap, but um, hopefully maybe somebody new. It won't be a recap for them. It'll be a first-time um, enlightenment. But um, I want to share worship. Um, worship starts with love is what it's titled. And um, I just want to talk a little bit about that. Um When we worship here on earth, um, well, first of all, let me stop. I'm going too fast. I get excited when I do this. I'm so sorry. Let me stop and just remove myself. God, I ask you to remove me. Decrease me, God, that I will slow down and pace myself that someone may be able to hear and understand what... I am sharing tonight, God. Let it bless somebody, God, in some way, in some form. And, God, let you be the focal point of tonight's discussion, God. Let something be said that will may have been said before, but it will be perceived and received differently tonight, God. So I ask you, Lord, to use me in any which way that you would like to, God, and just take these lips of clay, God, and mold them to say something that would brighten somebody's day or um, – desire somebody's heart to be a, or want to be a part of the kingdom, God. And so I thank you, God, for this opportunity again, God. Thank you, Lord, for the breath that's in my body and the activity of my lens. And, God, I thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So sorry. Don't want to get ahead of myself. Always want to acknowledge God before I speak um, to anyone. So as I was saying, we worship here on earth. Twenty, You know, we worship here for for twenty twenty forever, and I heard that from a preacher, and it's rung in my spirit, that 20 forever, we worship here on earth, but 20 forever in heaven. So we're preparing ourselves here on earth for what we're going to be doing forever in heaven. So it's not a part of a testimonial service. Worship is not the words of a song. Worship is actually a lifestyle that we um Equipped ourselves with and that we get accustomed to because this is what we're gonna do when we get to heaven, we're gonna be forever worshiping our God, our king, the you know we're practicing here on earth, worship him, but when we get up there it's twenty four seven and and um and that's what we were created to do. we were created to worship him, even here on earth. this is what we were created to do, worship God and kingdom build so um. I just wanted to share that, you know, little tidbit with you all. Um, We're going to get some nuggets that we can save and use um, during our week. And this is also for me. It's a recap for me because sometimes I need to be reminded and, and, and strengthened and encouraged along the way. So knowledge is facts and information. And understanding is to perceive the intended meaning, and wisdom is simply applying the knowledge. So, for example, a car wreck, you are texting and driving. You know that's bad. But understand that when you get in a wreck, it's bad, and that then wisdom should now take over your decisions. So we know that texting and driving is bad, but sometimes we still do it. But once that wreck hits, it hits a little differently, and you see things a little different, like, hey, this is serious. And then wisdom comes when we apply that knowledge that, yeah, we can't do this no more. So that's what we have to do with our everyday lives, even with Christ. We have to, and I tell my children all the time, it's okay when you want to change your lifestyle or something, you know, to kingdom. You don't have to be feeling bad because something that we did is a habit and we want to change it. That's why it's a habit. So we change because we stop. We acknowledge it in the middle of. When you're doing something that you know is not right, it's okay to stop halfway through and say, Mm-mm, I'm not doing this. I said I was changing, and I'm going to change it now. And then correction. And that's what um, we need to do. So we need to have wisdom to worship God. We have to have wisdom in order to worship God, because the one that don't worship don't know no better. They don't know that they need to worship God. Um, it's the only gift that we can give God, worshiping. And... Um, When I found that out, that was so deep to me because when I thought about it, worship is the only thing we really can give God. So prayer is so that we can talk to God, and giving is so God can bless us back. But the Bible is our instruction manual so that we can navigate through this this journey called life. And um, worship is the only thing that has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with us. Worship is the one thing we can give God, and we rob God every day because we think somebody else is watching us or might judge us on our worship. But let me tell you, thinking about it nowadays during this pandemic, I'm just going to share what's been on my heart lately. And I heard a preacher say this on yesterday. I was watching YouTube, and I was listening to the Gospels while I was cleaning up in my room, and he said, when I think about When I think about how God brought me through Monday, he brought me through Tuesday, he brought me through Wednesday, he brought me through Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday, and I worship him all of those days. I can worship him here in my home. We don't have to be any, I worship God in my car all the time, but when I get to Sunday morning, it's something about Sunday morning when I get to the house of the Lord, you know, just give it, that's the day you just give your all, because that's the day he created for us to do that and um, give him his reference space. But honey, with the way God is keeping, his keeping power for all of us that are here in this broadcast, that is listening to the sound of my voice, he is a keeper, and that alone grants him the worthy um, gesture to be worshipped. It really does. He is wor- he worthy for just that alone. If He all he did was keep you, we ain't even going to talk about the blessings, the stimulus checks, the the jobs that people still have, the your children are still here, um, nobody missed paying their bills during this pandemic, nobody missed eating a meal during this pandemic. I mean, we have so much more to worship him for. If you were a person like me that had a struggle in worship, truly you have no need of a struggle at this point if you really just sit and fathom that God is just this good. Your worship should flow. Now, I used to see people go right into worship. We used to get to church, and there were certain women that I would look at, and they could go right into worship. They would just start singing, and the tears would roll, and they would be just, oh, my God. And I used to be like, God, I want to get like that, but I didn't have the focus. I was easily distracted, and I was like, I need focus. But I'm telling you now, honey, now I have no problem worshiping God because I see his glory. I see all of this. And then you know what? The fact that I've never asked him for anything and he didn't do it for me. Now, I ain't going to tell you he did everything I asked him when I asked him to do it. But he came through when he was supposed to come through and right on time. And I can honestly say I have never asked God for anything and he didn't come through. So guess what? I have no problem in worshiping him. And we rob him every day because we think somebody else is watching our worship or seeing how we, you know, thinking that they may judge us. I don't care what you think of me because you were not the one that made the provisions and answered the prayers that I prayed. And so, yes, get into that place where you just have that relationship with God because nobody else is there in your situation, nobody. Even when I don't feel like it, I worship God. When my heart is broke, I worship God. When my body hurts, I worship Him because I got to a point in my life where I told God, I want to worship You in the good times as well as the bad. And I'm telling you, I did a broadcast um, title um, a month or two ago that that was uh, smack dab in the middle. Honey, when you can worship God in the middle of your circumstance, you doing something because, like I said in that broadcast. It's not hard to worship God if you ain't going through nothing and you haven't had a a situation yet. It's not hard to worship God when he has brought you out of a situation. Not hard at all. But when you can worship God in the middle of your situation, that is when your worship really counts. That's when God can say, you know what, this girl, this guy, he's serious. She's serious. Because they worshiping me. He said worship me is Regardless, regardless, worship me through it all, and especially the bad times. So when I don't feel like it, that's when I just go ahead on and give him some worship. Yesterday I was tired. I was so sleepy. I couldn't wake myself up, and I had some stuff to do in my room, and I turned that TV off, and I turned on that YouTube on my television and got that worship music going, and, Lord, I got some stuff done. Because there's something about that worship that will just give you that energy and give you that peace and give you that, 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 uh, to just keep going. And I thank God for that, for his worship. And I thank God for this recap because that is for me as well. God will, um, when I don't feel like worshiping him, God with everything in me because he deserves it. And it's my gift of gratitude back to him, back to him. Most of the most of, of us reserve it because we don't feel like it. I don't think that Jesus felt like going to the cross but he did. I don't think he felt like um taking our sins and our shame on, but he did. And um like for an example, a child. A child cannot do anything for a parent financially or um, you know, materialistically when they're little, when they're children. But a child can't do much for the parent but express gratitude and live a life outside of their parent's presence that reflects the parent. That's what we should be doing for Christ. We should live a life outside of the church that reflects him as our parent, that they somebody can look at us and say, you know what, she really is walking that walk. And I make myself mindful of that right now more than ever. Like when people do things to me and that flesh want to rise up, and I think about it, I need to represent, and I and I do accordingly what I need to do to represent. So we have to be mindful of our praise and our gratitude and, and who we represent out here every day on a daily basis. Um, but like I said, a child can't do anything for a parent except reverence them with, and express their gratitude, and that's where we should be. We reflect the relationship we have with God with people who don't know him. The people that don't know him, they look at us and how we interact, and that's how they can see him through us, and they can dictate our relationship with him. And, you know, and then that makes them have a desire that I want I want the God you, you got. You know, like Ruth um, and Naomi, you know, your God's my God, your people my people. When she lived that life in front of that girl, and told you know, and did what she was supposed to do honorably and humbly, it it saved her. In the long run, it, it saved her life and it and it gave her salvation because we have to live this life of worship and praise to God and and, and reflect our gratitude. Um, singing singing and music are an expression of worship. But it's not worship. Singing and music are not an expression. I'm going to say that again. They are an expression of worship, but it's not worship. Worship is our love expressed to God as a response to his grace towards us. Worship starts with love, and God questions over our love for him because we don't make time for him, but we make time for what we want to make time for. We can't love God with all our heart. Mind and soul, without Him, because He is love. Our relationship with God is a co-dependent relationship. It's you dependent on God, and you dependent on God. Period. We make excuses to God like, I'm not, I'm not busy. Oh, I'm busy with the blessings that you gave me. But how easy is it for him to eliminate those blessings that he gave you? And then you have what? Nothing but time. I tell a family member this all the time. He works. Double shifts all the time, and he's always tired. But he would he would not go to church. But he's always at work, working double shifts. As a matter of fact, he worked so many double shifts until his double shifts is almost like a normal state to him. If he doesn't work double shifts and get that paycheck with the double shifts, he feels like he ain't did nothing when he work his normal shifts. So, and I told him, I said, but if you don't stop and give God some of the time that you have, and He's the reason that you have the job, and you're able-bodied and you know able to go to work. Suppose he takes your job from you, and then what? You ain't got nothing but time. But then if you ain't got nothing but time because you ain't got no job, now you've got another issue because now you ain't got no resources. So we need to prioritize ourselves and do what we need to do in reverence to God and acknowledging him. Um, worship is just, um, like I said, it's our grace towards it's, it's our love expressed to God as a response to His grace towards us, and, and it, it starts with love. Period. Um, he can eliminate those 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 excuses. So when you don't want your blessings eliminated by Him um, taking them out because they are standing in the way of you worshiping Him, worship starts with God's love for us, not our love for God. So in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave. That means he loved us first. Our relationship, our worship is us giving him back the love he gave us first through grateful hearts. And um, points to remember on this is he's God, not looking for us to worship him so he can now in return give us blessings. Worship is not a down payment for salvation at all. Worship is not brownie points that you get for your blessings. And so many people that claim God don't choose, God don't choose him, worship him. You know, don't worship for love ever again. We worship from love, not for love. Cuz he loves us already and he did it first. Worship is love expressed from gratitude that he has already shown us and worship starts with the love. When you think about that, it's so deep because He loved us when we didn't even love ourselves. He loved us when we were in our sins. Matter of fact, He loved us before we even were born and conceived in our parents' womb, um, in our mother's womb and conceived by our parents. So He knew us and He knew our downfalls and our flaws and our excuses and all. But He loved us first. You don't have to have a heart to love God because if you desire it, He'll give it to you. When you desire, when you when we describe doing something continuously, we tend to say I do this twenty four seven. But when we get to heaven, our worship is going to be twenty four ever. And you have to think about that. If I'm tired now, we can't get tired of worshiping God. We can't get tired of giving Him His due praise. We need to learn how to truly worship here on earth and practice getting it together. Because in heaven, which is our destination. Worship will be 20 forever. Worship is not a slow tempo or a type of song. We sing worship. We sing worship is our love and gratitude expressed to our more than worthy king. When we don't feel like it, worship with everything you have and the mood will change, The you know, because it is the only thing you can give him back. And when I thought about that and I heard that, I thought about that's all I can give to God. Like when people say about singing in the choir, I know I've had church members that said, I don't want to sing. I don't feel like singing. Oh, I'm tired of singing the same songs, and all that. But you can't do nothing else for God. And he'd do everything for you. And this is what I tell them. You can't do nothing else for God. He, you know, what can you give him but your gratitude? You can't give him anything but worship. And that's the gratitude that's shown through your gratitude. It's our only reasonable response to what God has already done. You know, like that song say, if he don't do nothing else, he's already done enough. It's our reasonable response to what he has already done if he doesn't do a thing else. You can't worship something or someone that you don't love. We don't love God as much as we think we do. And how we love God and can't work him in our schedules is beyond me. What if when we pray, God says, what about me? I miss you. What about if he only gave us tomorrow what we prayed for or worshiped him for today? What would you be getting tomorrow? See, these are things we need to take into consideration and think. Are we giving our all? Are we acknowledging him and reverencing him the way we should? Um. Like I said earlier, we're so busy with the blessings he gave us, but he can remove them and it's an is- if it's an issue and bring it back to just you and him. He blesses you to the ability of you and him staying connected. That's the whole key is to stay connected. Worship connects you to the Father. Worship is your connection. We all in his face when we have nothing, our love for God ignites our worship. The only response I can give God is in the shadow of what he has already given me. Understand, it's not a ritual. It's only love when we can choose. It's love when you make the decision. Many claim him but don't choose to worship him. So, um, yes, I have a caller. I'm going to finish this one little, um, little section right here. So many claim him, but we don't choose to worship him. If he doesn't give you another thing, what he's done already, worship. And I'm gonna take my caller before I go on. Caller. God, you? Praise the Lord, Evangelist God, How are you? Fine. I'm blessed. How are you? I'm good. This is Evangelist Harrison. I'm just wanting wanting you to know that I'm really enjoying the word tonight. I know you said you spoke on Thank it before. You, but a recap is yeah. always good, and girl, you touched my heart with that worship. Oh my God, <laughs> we worship God. It just makes us forget anything that we're going through. You know, we can we can have corporate prayer, and you know, we can can read the scriptures together. But that worship is personal. It is so personal. You yes, need it. Is. it is needed. But I just thank God for him using you tonight and just be encouraged. Like I'm just enjoying the word. God bless you, my sister. God's amazing. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was for you and that you were encouraged because, you know, sometimes the enemy will say to me, like he said, you going to recap? That's not cool. Mm-mm, yes, that's good. cool because if God say recap, that means somebody yeah. need a recap. And yes. guess what? It starts with who? Yeah. Me. It, it starts with me because I need a recap. Sometimes yeah. we need to be reminded that, that that that's the only thing I can give God. And he's so good. Oh, baby, If that's yes. all I can give you, God, you got it. Oh, he Tons. deserves it. He and deserves I find it my, lately. Lately, since I can't even, I find myself up two thirty and three o'clock in the morning, saying I need to be sleep, but I just be like, Lord, when this song go off, I'm going to sleep, and I just keep going and keep going. I be up till three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. But guess what? It's his. Yes. It's. And we don't never know what our worship is doing. There you go. There you go. Changing the atmosphere. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. You don't yes. never know. And I'm going to speak on this when we finish with our call because, honey. He, yes, we don't know what he's doing. He, we just mm-hmm. need to work in this voluntarily. So it ain't like somebody can say, oh, you know what, I need you to worship God tonight around 11. It's not a fast. <laughs> it's not a, right. you know, it's not something that somebody can say, hey, join me in this. That's from your heart. Yes. Personal. And we, all, we, Personal. Quickly, we quickly say we love him. But I feel bad when, when I say I love somebody and I ain't spending no time with them. And mm-hmm. I ain't, you know, I'm not, and it's not from my heart. Somebody, that's like you have a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband and somebody saying, you should go in there and spend some time with him and show him some love. Nobody shouldn't have to tell you to do that if you love him or you love go her. Ahead. That's personal. Show your love. Yes. you right. Yes. 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 And he's yes. a yes. 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 girl. And the more I learn it. The learning, yes. I'm still learning. Yes. Every day yes. I'm learning. When we stop learning, we want yes. to get out of here. Yeah, there you so go. So yes. I'm with it. i the learn. So I start yes. with me first, but if I can help somebody else along the way, baby, yes, yes. I'm gonna tell it. So, it's personal, and if we need to know that, oh, I don't feel like going to church. Then when you go in church and you're sitting there, you done already got up, made the effort to get dressed, and made the effort to get to the building, and somebody got to cheerlead you to open your mouth. You done made it in the building. You ought to be coming in the door. I'm ready. Yes, yes. I'm ready. Especially now, if That's you got good, a building right? that you can go to, guess what? You right. got a, i got a building I can go to. I now When I walk into church now, I go, thank you, God, I made it again. Yes. We didn't know three thirty minutes. We did lost three of them, honey. Mm. I made it to the building. One more time. One more time. And you mm. and you did it. You are worthy, honey. me yes. in my car, throw my hand. people think I'm crazy, dropping it in my car because it don't matter to me. You worthy. You did it. Yes. Oh, you hallelujah, did it. Yes, Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, God, he did it, and he keep on doing it. And even when yes. I fall short, he do it. So that's why I say, God, I got to up my game. I got to end up. I got yes. to show you that I'm appreciative yes. of your love, of your love. Yes. You know, your yes. love for me. Girl, thank you so much for sharing, girl. You did it. You, you sparked it up now. You done sparked right. it. But it's just nothing. To do. Sometimes we got to... You know when you got a book of messages and you light one and then it light the next one and then it light the next one? Mm -hmm. Honey, we got to light the next one. Yes. Sometimes you can tell somebody about something and it will be like, you know what? You're right. Then they spun. Then they hit the next one. Come on. Yes, this is the time we need to do it because everybody praying, God, we need you to heal the land and get rid of this virus. What you doing? (laughs) What you doing for God to do that? He yes. got your hand out, and ain't giving nothing. He looking for mm, his worship. Mm, he looking for his. Mouth. The yes. world has turned their back on God, and then they mm. turn around and want him to fix. Are they crazy? He said, "Turn from your wicked ways, that he might hear from him." Guess what? And he ain't talking to the people in the world either. He's talking to the saints. There it is. Yep. the 14 is not talking to the world. it's talking to the saints. When he said, turn from your wicked ways, that's what that means. We got wicked ways, too. We have wicked thoughts. We have wicked. W- w- <laughs> when I found out that he was talking to the saints, I said, Lord have mercy. Lord, we got a rook That's why they said the righteous is going to scarcely make it in. The righteous going to scarcely make it in? Every day. Every day I try to make
1: the lord praise the lord hallelujah we have are experiencing some technical difficulty amen but we are trying to get our um host evangelist mary back on the line right now hallelujah god you know that worship is something about that worship hallelujah god and i i'm I'm not going to lie. I was sitting here enjoying her spirit and evangelist Trina's spirit feeding off of each other because, you know, when the spirit of God gets together, it's sort of like, I don't know if anybody's ever seen fire um, in a fireplace or something that catches on fire, but uh, the, a flame can feed off of another flame, and, you know, the Holy Spirit is symbolic of a flame, and I'm just sitting here and listening to the two of them as they spoke on worship, as they talked on worship, and I'm sitting here going, oh, God, you are so awesome. You are so so mighty. You are so spectacular because out of nowhere, like I'm just listening to the spirit of God feed off of evangelists and feed off of Evangelist Mary and Evangelist Trina. And oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know where you are this evening or what you may be going through, but while we attempt to get her back on the line, I just dare you to, even in your home right now, I dare you to begin to give God some praise. Give God. worship. Amen. Right now, if you are in your home, if you are in your car, if you're listening via the live stream, there is nobody there that you have to worry about looking at you or judging you on or how you worship. So right now, you can just begin to lift your hands and thank Jesus. You can begin to lift your hands and say, thank you, God. Hallelujah, God, for whatever it is he may have done for you. Somebody sitting here going, well, you know, I haven't experienced no big great thing lately. I'm here to tell you, if you got breath in your body, that's a reason to praise him. The word of God says, let everything that has breath, Praise ye the Lord So I dare you to do the breath test right now Just push your hands up in front of your face And blow And if you feel the wind Hit your hand Hallelujah You need to give God some praise Like I'm praising him right now Because we have our, our host yes, Back God. with us it's Mary, hallelujah God You are yes. with us And it is back in your hands
0: Yes, God. And you know what? The enemy is something else, but we ain't going to acknowledge him today because we know that this word going to go forth and we're going to learn how to acknowledge God on this day. What I was saying was, <clears throat> God does not patch old hearts to look new. He gives new hearts. So um, I was telling the story about the little boy that went to McDonald's with his dad, and his dad bought him a meal, and when his dad asked him for a, a couple of his fries, he said, no, this is my food, and he w- didn't want to share his food with his dad. That's how we do God. We ask God for things, and then when he give it to us, we don't even want to share his portion. I was saying that the stimulus checks that we got, most of the people didn't earn them. Most of the people that got them weren't even, even working, so it's nothing that we earned. God bless you with a stimulus check. Did God get his 140? Because when you give that 140, it's going to bless you all over again. So, yes, um, we need to be mindful of the worship and the love that we give back to God in this day and time. Because guess what? During this pandemic, baby, he is looking for that. He is looking for the ones that are going to acknowledge him and worship him. and and reach out and grab the next one, because each one needs to reach one and spark that fire in them. Uh, For example, I was in my jewelry room uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was 2.30 in the morning, and I said I was going to bed. And in my spirit, all of a sudden, I've got this desire to just worship God. I, I was so tired, and I was talking to a friend on a video call, And I said, I'm so tired, I'm going to bed now. She said, okay. And before I could go to bed, I just turned on the other phone that had my YouTube on it, and I just started worshiping God out of nowhere. And, I mean, I was worshiping him like I was in the choir stand. It wasn't like I was just singing a little song and humming it along, but it was coming from my belly, and I was just singing it, singing, like, oh, my God, singing like it wasn't no tomorrow. And then I heard this noise in the distance outside. It didn't sound like a police car it didn't sound like a police siren it sounded like a car alarm like the whoop, whoop, and, and 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 it got closer and closer and closer and i wasn't paying any attention i was in worship but i noticed that it kept sounding closer <clears throat> and the way my neighborhood is set up i'm in the cut i'm not on the main street i'm way off the main street in the cut so the the person that the friend that i had on the video chat she said to me it sounds like they outside your house and when I looked out of my curtain to my left, I just peeked through the blinds. I seen a black vehicle stop right in front of my door. And the sound that I heard was a police car that was behind him pulled up right behind him. And the police jumped out with their guns drawn and said, get out the car, get out the car, get out the car. Well, I got out the way of the window because Mama raised me that way. But I stayed in worship, and I believed with all of my heart that God had me go into worship at two thirty in the morning because he guided whoever was in that car right through my front window, parked parallel with my car because that what, my worship covered them. We don't know what our worship is covering. But I never saw how many people they took out the car. I never seen who they took out the car because I wasn't looking out the window. I was across the room. But I believe in my heart because the next morning when I woke up, the Lord brought to my spirit, every song that I was singing wasn't none of the songs that I intended to go to to hear. They were songs that dealt with what was going on outside. All of the song titles that I thought of and I looked back and saw which ones I played was conducive to what was going on outside of my door. So we don't know why we are we are called to worship at different times. You know, we, we just have to be obedient to the Spirit and worship Him. A lady at my church son had a heart attack two weeks ago, and he passed away. And when I spoke to her on the phone and gave her my condolences, when I hung up the phone with her, in my spirit, at least the song, I Don't Care What's Going On, God won't let it last too long. You're not in this thing alone. You can make it. And I sang it in the video recorded to her on her phone. I didn't call her back, but I recorded it on her messenger, and I sang that song to her. And about five hours later, she texted me back and said, Oh, my God, thank you so much. That's just what I needed. And I know that's the song that God has given her at this time in her life while she's grieving, because when I went to Bible study the very next Tuesday, I was sitting in Bible study, and all of a sudden, out of my belly, I just felt like singing that song out loud, like, you're not in this thing alone. You can make it. And I told her, that is your battle song that God has given you at this time. Songs are weapons of warfare, and they are worship. And when you can't get a song out of your head or out of your spirit, that is your song for whatever you are going through at that time. Because also, when my daughter was in the street, when she first started running away, I kept praying the prayer, God, break the stronghold that's on her life. And God gave me that song from Shirley Caesar, Strong Man. That song was my warfare song to get me through until he got me to a restful place in him. Now I'm so rested in God with my baby. I gave her to God. She was His baby first, and I tell God that. And I'm so rested in His word and stand so strong and firm on His word. Until sometimes I feel guilty, like I, I feel like I don't even care, but I know I care and I know I love my child. But I'm rested in Him and I worship Him. Every time she called me, she just called me during this broadcast. But I got it on do not disturb because she knows I do my broadcast but guess what? I'm rested in her. I'm rested in Jesus about her. I believe God is going to do what he needs to do in her life. My child is living her testimony and I gave her to God, but I worship him now. I'm not going to wait until he brings her out and save her. I worship him now and thank him now. And that's going to push us through to the next level. So I thank God for that. And then also in October, God put that song, I Pray We All Be Ready, in my spirit. I dream this song. When I'm sleeping, I hear my spirit man sing this song. I pray we all be ready when he, for his return. God, is, he is He is seeking his worship from his people in this time and in this age and in this day so that we can be ready when he comes. Because he's coming and it's right here. And what are we doing with our time until he get here? We don't need to look busy. We need to be busy. We need to get busy. You know, when you used to be in school and you used to try to look busy when the teacher was looking at you, that is the hardest thing in the world to do is to look busy. How about get busy? How about do something? Pray for somebody. Call somebody up. Have Bible study. Do something for somebody. And see won't it work out in your favor because we are fishers of men. Thanking God is easy for me to do nowadays because he keeps me every day, and I just give it all to him. My mama's situation, I, I rest in her. You know, God, I worship God for my mama. I say, God, my mamas you know, she's elderly. She, she don't want to move here with me. You know, but guess what? God opening doors. I've been looking for people to look at, look in on my mama, and, and I don't send everybody to her house because she's elderly and she lives alone. And And you know what? My family members have been coming around. I had a cousin call yesterday, said, I'm going to be a better nephew. I need to get over here more often. I over and live through the city all the time. It ain't like I ain't in the car. I'm going to do better, you know. And God confirmed through my mom yesterday that he was trying to buy a house, him and his wife, and move out of Philly. And when my mom said to him, are you staying in Philly? He said, I see I live here in Philly. And she said, I know, but are you staying in Philly? That was his confirmation of where he needed to be. If you just get on the good foot and get busy and do what you're supposed to be doing, he will send you confirmation on where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. How about I got a better one for you? Ask him, what is my purpose, God? I worship you, but what is my purpose? He will answer you. He will definitely give you your answer. And guess what? Worship opens doors. It definitely does. So if I don't have any more callers right now, I'm going to give the um, call to salvation, and um, and I'm going to give a few seconds to see if somebody wants to come in and say anything, and if not, then I'm going to give the call to salvation, and then I'm going to turn it back over for announcements, because, God, I'm through. That's all I got, and when he stopped, I stopped, but I know that this recap was much needed, and even just for me, so... Um, If you heard something tonight and you're not saved or you want to learn how to worship or you want to have that relationship with God, because this here is not a religion. This here is a definite relationship. And I'm telling you, you don't want to think that you have this relationship and then something devastating happens to you. And then you find out you really didn't have the relationship you thought you had. So if you want that relationship, okay, and if you want to do that, get closer to God and establish a relationship, let say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness, and I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And I thank God for anybody that said that prayer with me today. And I thank God that if you did find yourself a valuable believing based church, and if you can't get to one because the buildings are closed in your state or your city, Guess what? Purpose Kingdom Network is here nightly, and that's what we are here for. You can get connected. Where there's a will, there's a way. There is a connection provided for you, and God will always make that connection. So I promise you um, that this is these are his words, and he is waiting with open arms. There's nothing you can do. I tell my daughter this all the time that's in the streets. There's nothing you can do that you're too far from God to reach him, and he's standing there with open arms. So I'm gonna turn it back over to Pastor Toy so that she can give us the announcements and um and then we're gonna be out of here saints, And I love you. Hallelujah. Toy,
1: are you there, baby? Hallelujah. We praise God, we bless God for that word this evening on worship. Hallelujah God. And you know, I believe strongholds were being uh knocked down. This evening as they We were taught on worship Especially as I said Earlier when evangelist Trina and evangelist Mary When the Holy Spirit in each of them Just started to feed off Of each other feed off Of itself in each other It is something that It is not something like It's some mystery or Mysterious thing God Tells you exactly what it is He said he inhabits the praises of his people. So when you begin yeah. to praise, he literally comes and sits in your presence. He comes and hangs out with yeah. you. Hallelujah. He comes in tabernacles wherever you are. When you begin to praise him, I don't care if you in your bedroom, in your car, on the job, in the bathroom. If you begin to praise him, he comes and hangs out and goes, Hey, I've been waiting for this. What's going on with you today? Like he, he said he inhabits the praises of his people now we have a saying that we say when the praises go up the blessings come down and why do we say that because whenever god shows up for his children blessings come with him mm-hmm. hallelujah god. hallelujah some people go well it, no I, i've been corrected when he shows up guess what if he love you enough to correct you that's a blessing too because he couldn't let you die in your sin and go to hell Thank you, Lord. He loves us enough to correct. Hallelujah. I just thank and bless God for the word this evening, and we thank and bless God for that soul who we believe by faith gave their life to Christ this evening. We encourage you to find the Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. Hallelujah, God. But until you do, it's okay. That's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be broadcasting tomorrow evening at 9 p.m., amen, at 9 p.m. with Let's Talk about it, amen, 9 p.m. right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash purpose kingdom amen we would like to encourage you to follow us on facebook as well as on linkedin at purpose kingdom we are on instagram and twitter at purpose underscore kingdom please feel free to email us for, with any questions suggestions or concerns prayer requests or even to declare that you are a new member of the body of christ and welcoming to the kingdom of god you can email us at purpose kingdom net at gmail.com. Again, that is PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. Please keep your ears and eyes open because Purpose Kingdom Network is transforming from Purpose Kingdom Network to PKN Radio. God has blessed that we will be transforming to be able to not just spread God's word through his word, but also through gospel music to spread the word and the love of God to the nations. So please keep your eyes and ears open on that. Evangelist Mary, wonderful, wonderful word this evening and again the ministry is in your hand
0: okay well I'm not going to touch back on anything I'm done for the evening because that's all God gave me that's all we got but I will tell God thank you Lord for for your word that came forth for me first God and I thank you Lord and I ask you Lord that you would go with each person listening and each family represented God and as we depart from this place but never from your presence that we will be safe and blessed on purpose in Jesus name until the next time amen Jesus bless He raised me, me. I, I will, will not lose He saved me I will, will not lose I will not lose Never want to give down I will not lose saved me